When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, you can see us together on the critically acclaimed educational series, Burn Booth. It's available on YouTube. I think it's also on the Lifetime Network. That's where it belongs, if not. Ladies and gentlemen, making his first appearance on the show, Connor McSpadden. Also joining me, he's got a big, dumb face that you can see telling jokes in Chicago right alongside mine on June 25th. I, I just mean I have a face, and I don't have a stupid face or a big dumb one like he's got. Uh, Google it. Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Are you going to steal these boards when you leave? Oh, I would love to. Ooh. Fit it underneath my shirt. Under your just nap. walk up. <laughs> Brent, did you get 40 nipples all of a sudden? Yep. For of, the listeners, of the varying board. levels. <laughs> Yeah, For the listeners, the board is probably two feet by two feet. Yeah, we're Maybe. talking about stealing. Oh, oh you're recording. Yeah, you can tell the we're clock recording because the clock's going. I, yeah. I wasn't looking at the clock. This is just how we start. It is? Launch never right a... into it. You've never done this podcast right, what before. What is this? What is this? Shut your face. Yeah, you just wait till she closes her eyes and you thumb it in. Oh, I see what you just did there. That's not right. You don't do it like that. <laughs> you don't do it like that. That's true. Welcome that to the Unpopular true. Opinion Podcast, guys. <laughs> Your host, Connor McSpadden, is here. Hey, everybody. This week, very special topic. And, uh, well, I should introduce my guests, first of all. <laughs> Adam Todd Brown. Fuck you. This is my show. I'll murder this you. This is a mutiny, bitch. Right now. I will murder you. Connor's here. Your first time here. Hey, yes. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me. Keith Carey has been here before. We do Burn Booth together sometime. We do, yeah. Three of us. Behind a cardboard box. Yeah. Sit behind the fanciest props on television, <laughs> on internet television. Burning dumb people, making them look dumber. Yeah. Yep. Hey, guy in sandals and shorts, come here. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You distilled our life's work down into a very demeaning summary. Yeah. Yeah, you piece of I shit. I love your Jeff. work. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, my God. Jeff, how have you been? Yeah, great. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes, because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do don't, is talk don't about what thunder. I've been up to since last That's week. so rude. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. Oh. It's about to get really intense. You're intense. I play this on the guitar myself. Right now, this is the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. I really don't think so. Yeah, that's the whole... I've seen most of your Facebook photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can't be true. That's the whole point of this part. I like to kick things off really uncomfortably by cutting someone off. It's usually Jeff. 
Hey. Because what's Jeff got to talk about? I mean, about? really. Yeah. I'm a turd. You, you're just sort of, you have a very sacrificial lamb vibe. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. You're like like, a, hate, like a hate fluffer. Like, <laughs> like the guy that like is like, you need to choose someone to sacrifice to this group of people, like zombies usually. Like oh, I'm yeah. the guy that gets devoured by a group of zombies. And the, you're, you're getting eaten in the Donner Party, everything. Yeah. yeah. That's, that makes sense. It's going to cover the most ground if you were to eat me then most. Yeah, but it's going to be like really lean, right? I want... No, no. no. I, eat a lot well, I feel of... like he's a lot of muscle, so that's more nutritious. Yeah, yeah. It's like eating that's a well-marbled... I'm basing that statement on zero scientific fact. Yeah. I'm marbled, though, because I, I got a little sugar belly going on right now. So You're right, though. Movie. We should eat Jeff. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, let's do that after this. Let's We've been it. recording for three minutes. I think we're already resorting to cannibalism. Good yeah. sign. Yeah. Good start. So now my, cannibalize some ideas, Adam. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck you. So my column this week is about, I'm not 100% sure what it's about. I think it's going to be about really baffling disses. Like when Kanye West said, what you think I rap for to push a fucking RAV4? Like what did the RAV4 ever do to Kanye West? That's harsh it's a good car it's a good toyota working, uh, working his, people his mom's surgeon was a rav so. <laughs> oh dear that was that was the, the one that hit him on that fateful night <laughs> oh the, through the wire yeah yeah oh you went a deeper cut than i did why do you even. think kanye says dyke so much in his songs <laughs> <laughs> fucking hates the rav four and everyone who drives one. Oh jeez that's that could very well be this is a solid theory i just proposed yeah, yeah i think it's a good one so on this podcast, we're going to talk about rap music, and we're going to talk about the baffling, weird shit that rappers boast about. Yeah. Fun, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm into it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Who wants to start? And I also have to get some shit off my chest. Should I talk about Did that now? Did someone shit on your chest earlier? Well, yeah, that, but... You, you haven't gotten that mole taken care of yet? I, I went to a concert the other night, a rap concert, Genius... Jizza from Wu-Tang was performing the Liquid Swords album in its entirety. Sounds fantastic. One of my favorite albums. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it would have been fantastic. It was at the Novo at LA Live. Okay. Um, if you were in LA on Sunday night and the city seemed to be short 500 to 1,000 40-year-old white dudes, <laughs> it's because they were all at this Wu-Tang show. Um, it was far and away the whitest crowd I've been in. And that's the same, that's the one, <clears throat> LA Live, right? Yeah. That's the one where I went to the Thanksgiving K-Day concert with Quincy, and there were zero white people there. Yeah, this... I, I see, I feel like Jizza would have the whitest fan base of any of the nine clan members. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you think Method Man, I mean... He's I bet Riz, no, Riz has gotten a lot of Tarantino work. Mm, that's going to pull a lot of white people in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he did he the whole that Kill Bill digital album. I think it would be close, but I think Rizzo would still have more black people. Yeah, it's possible. Brett looks like he's just not agreeing either way. Which, oh no, which is a would you? Uh, yeah, which is a hits harder with blacks? Sounds like neither. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's the case. I like I. I kind of expected that. I, ex- I think once you're in a GI Joe movie, yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. Once you do a scene with Seth Rogen, yeah. <laughs> They're cousins, so maybe that's maybe it's that's in the fair. blood. Yeah. Like I kind of expected it to be a lot of white people, but it was almost exclusively white people. So I show up. It says the show starts at eight, and the doors open at seven. I get to the show maybe around eight fifteen. No, 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 no. no. I got there around seven forty-five because right at eight o'clock the show started, and by that I mean a fucking DJ with a man bun 
came out and spun rap hits of the 90s. And I could tell he was trying to warm up the crowd, which was fine. At one point, he played My Name Is by Eminem and was like, come on, you got to know this one. Uh, because mm. obviously you're super duper white. He had a male, uh. man, man bun and he said, y'all got to know this one. Oh, yeah, of course. We just did a sketch about this on Mean Boys with a white hype man. <laughs> Yeah, there's no white people are not good. Even white comedians aren't good at like getting the audience to give it up for things. No, because no. people people hear an, a white guy say like, "All right, guys, make some noise," and the audience knows we don't really have to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But black no guy pressure. says that behind the DJ booth, there's a con- or in whatever capacity, people will you know they have just more authority in that way. Yeah, but white there's nothing more impotent than a white guy trying to get a crowd moving. <laughs> yeah. So after about half an hour of this shit, he finally, it seemed like he had the crowd. So six songs. Kind of fired up. And I was like, all right, this show's about to start. Uh, Half an hour later, I was like, oh, the show is going to be at least an hour late. That motherfucker, I left. I ended up leaving at 9.55. I sat through almost two hours of this fucking DJ just playing songs, waiting for the Wu-Tang to show up. This motherfucker had nothing on stage. There was just a DJ booth. It's not like he had to set up amps and tune his fucking guitars. He just had to walk in like a stand-up comic, do one fucking album, and get the fuck out of there. How are you two hours late? Because he was getting high. God damn it. Get high in the afternoon. It's yeah, He LA. did that too. <laughs> it was so infuriating. Like he was also doing that. Like, he was never going to go on yeah, earlier what you, than 10. You expected a rapper to... They're like all Axl Rose. Like every rapper is Axl Rose. They're you going on two hours late. The fact late. that it was all these white people, so he decided to be late despite them. <laughs> yeah. It could have been, yeah. But it yeah, I kept seeing people coming out and whispering in the DJ's ear, and I was like, "He's yeah. still dead." Yeah, <laughs> he's still dead. he's still not coming. So I don't know what time he went on. So they have finally let some roadie go up and rap. And what? That's when I checked. Oh out. my god! The dude who came up and I guess uh, acted as the opener at one point said. I got a tooth pulled yesterday. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Ooh, Ooh. that's hard. Yeah. Wow. So I've been there. I would have related wire, so man. hard to that. <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah. Hey, I, man, I had a Norco at three. <laughs> I'm still a little lightheaded, but we rocking. I was so stoked when they gave me painkillers when I got my tooth pulled because I was looped out so hard. Yeah, like, painkillers like, are great. What did oh. they give you? Uh, I, when people, uh, whenever, uh, it was uh, oxycodone. So okay. Was, oh, uh, shit. Vicodin. Yeah, when people ask me to describe taking painkillers, it's like, it feels like your bones are coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, what it is, is I don't even really remember it not hurting. I just remember me, like, gloriously not giving a fuck. Oh, yeah, Like, being yeah. so into not caring. Yeah, like, at some point, you're like, it still hurts, right? Yeah, and, and you're like, you know what, fuck yeah. you, fucking teeth. It's like, I didn't even not, not only do teeth. I not care about my mouth, I also understand Buddhism now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was enlightened through drugs. It's some chemical Buddhism. <laughs> the best way to get enlightened so you didn't even see jizza no i fucking left i'm too old for that shit man no i feel you <laughs> but he did like, walk out and a homeless guy was jerking off so he did kind of see a jizza and the tickets were only five dollars so it's not like no 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 no, no you know, absolutely yeah, yeah. podcast thanks control. guys it was really nice seeing yeah. you gotta yeah. see jizza at like a county fair or something like that well if he keeps showing up two hours late to shit i think that'll be very possible in a couple years well here's the thing i almost went to see him uh saturday night in santa Ana, and that show was supposed to start at 11 so i'd probably still be there (laughs) right now waiting for that shit to start 
So, no, I didn't get to see the Jizza perform Liquid Swords in its entirety. Was he going to have, like, because that album's got the entire clan. Yeah. Was he supposed to have special guests? And That's what that? I was hoping. I was hoping. I like, mean, maybe they're waiting for the other guys to yeah, show no up. I feel like Jizza would be very punctual, just, like, based on his persona. He's a very yeah. calculated, kind of, like, cool guy. Yeah, you would think. I mean, I could see Raekwon being two hours late to something. Yeah. Do you think Ghostface Killer was there? If Ghostface Killer was there and I didn't see it, I'm mad. Oh, you, would, you would feel like a He's son my of a favorite, bitch. too. You think Old Dirty Bastard was there? Yeah. I mean, maybe they're he just trying to get the hologram technology <laughs> working. That would <laughs> Did you see cool. that Rock the Bells documentary about the first Rock the Bells where they reunited the, the Wu-Tang Clan? It's about producing the show. And just the fucking ordeal it was to get Old Dirty Bastard from the, the airport one to airport two to the hotel to the show. <laughs> it was like the most, it was like moving the fucking space shuttle through Los Angeles. <laughs> it was like that, but with like cracked out black guy. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. So uh, maybe like, he was coming to the show. That, it kind of reminds <laughs> me, one time the Red Sox had Tim Wakefield, who was a knuckleball pitcher, and he had one catcher, Doug Mirabelli, and they traded him. And he was the only dude on the planet that could catch this knuckleball. And when they got him back, he got a, poli- a state police escort from the airport to Fenway Park so he could catch. <laughs> he got like That's how stupid boston red sox baseball is in massachusetts where like they literally gave him like a five police like a fucking presidential yeah like he was a goddamn yeah it was like obama was in town it was like so (laughs) insane but things didn't get yelled like like if obama the the other guys didn't just try holding their glove a little lower (laughs) no it's it's like i guess it's like impossible to catch a knuckleball like it's so hard and this guy like naturally knows how to read how they break that's fucking. And so we traded him, and then it start. Everything started falling apart. So they're like, give him back. <laughs> we like just got him <laughs> back. It was pretty. It was like kind of funny though that there's somebody who's like such a low tier major league baseball player, but he's so important to catch this one forty year old pitcher. Yeah, just like this, this one guy who's so old, thing. but like it's such a good thing to have. Right. That they were like they needed to give another guy hundreds of thousands of dollars to catch the ball. Yeah, that'd be like fucking like helicoptering in Tiger Woods' caddy. You know, like, Prostitute, you mean? Um, <laughs> his Perkins waitress? Yeah, right. His, his ball caddy. <laughs> so my Shonda's column. here. Shonda. Everyone. <laughs> my co- oh, you're getting a phone call. Did oh, you need shit. to Can I answer take that? It? You do need to take it? I might now. This is pretty amazing. Connor's oh. going to step out. Shonda's here. Oh, no, he's in here. He's oh, in he's going to take the call in this is here. Great. Uh, like Quincy Johnson at a it's movie a, uh, it's a It's a robocall. <laughs> Wow, you answered a RoboCop. Okay. I did, yeah. I, what are you? Ex- what call are you expecting that that was necessary? I don't know. I saw a four two four number. And I was like, this maybe this could be my ticket out of this fucking podcast. <laughs> Do you not have a voicemail? Maybe my, set up? Maybe my, maybe my big break signed up right now. <laughs> what is somebody going to text you? Get like, off a the phone and to just tunnel out of here with? Walk out. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is the president of show business. Leave these losers <laughs> in their fucking dingy Santa Monica closet. <laughs> Yes, host of Mean Boys podcast, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> shit not unpopular opinion. Hey, bro, we got thirty three iTunes reviews. We're hey, pretty. There you go. Hey, that's good. Hey, good for you guys. Yeah, man. Oh, I, you know, no. Connor, this is Mister Hollywood calling. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your thirty three reviews. <laughs> hey, fuck me for being an optimist. All right. Yeah, fuck you for being an optimist. Yeah, gross. Yeah, you did answer a phone that you, a number that you didn't recognize, which I would never do. Oh yeah, no. yeah. I'm not in crippling debt and or 40 years old, so that is fair. I feel no, like I'm one of those things, so that is fair. Oh, okay. I just I don't answer my phone. Yeah, like who's calling? Yeah, me? you're telling me I'm just fucking trying to have a friendship with you, Adam, and you. No just... way, no way. <laughs> Can't. I don't know what I was gonna say. That's I was gonna okay. like make your name like be like cannot like like can't answer. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. It wasn't yeah. even one of these things where I saw where you were going with it. I, yeah, even, I didn't even try to get it off the ground. 
Anyway, my column this week is about weird shit that rappers boast about. Let's talk about a few examples. Does anyone have one they want to start with? Um, I was listening to Run DMC on the way over, and there's a line, you may be big, but our bodyguard's bigger. <laughs> Which to me seems like such a lame way to... That's a very Run th- DMC way of putting it, though. <laughs> throwing your, throwing your, your, your weight around. It's like, hey, man, you, you might be able to beat us up, but we can afford to have you beaten up. <laughs> well, our friends will beat you up. That's a, that yeah, my dad very, can beat up your dad. Like, Run DMC, they, they, I don't think they ever once claimed to be hard, though. Like, they never claimed to be oh, badass I don't, at any point Maybe, in time. like, Beats to the Rhyme is a pretty hard song, if you ever heard that one. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, like, dick in your mouth all day, you know? fair. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. The Sam Quinison sample on that song, but yeah, no, they they really didn't. So I mean, but they that does that makes sense. Here's actually, a, here's some realization I had about Run DMC. It kind of just sounds like two guys trying to impress Jam Master Jay so they could fuck him. Because <laughs> they pretty much just talk about how great of a DJ he is. That's about fifty percent of the content of the Run DMC discography. So DMC will spit a verse about how great Jay is, and then Run will be like, "Nah, Jay's so great in this way." I wonder if Jam Master Jay just had like massive amounts of blackmail against them like, just like i got pictures of y'all fucking so Ooh, or he's yeah. just super depressed just trying to cheer him up <laughs> on so every sad. song just frowning spinning records like, oh he's gonna kill himself one day nope someone's gonna kill him no i didn't know you could make a turntable cry but that was powerful no. jay yeah that's fun. that is a funny thing to brag about your <laughs> run dmc has one of my favorite uh i can never tell if they fucked up or if they were making a really great joke but they have a line from one of their first albums where they say there's three of us but we're not the beatles oh yeah now there uh, is that they, they're black and didn't know how many people were in the beatles or they're making fun of john Lennon's yeah death? yeah i don't know i don't know which one it is but either way either it's way funny. either way it's a great joke yeah, yeah like, either way it's amazing yeah also uh uh i believe uh reverend run murdered john lennon i think that was a thing right i remember yeah, because of Catcher in the Rye. I'm yeah. pretty sure I've heard that on Coast to Coast. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That makes perfect sense. Jeff, do you have... Yes. <clears throat> Pharrell. Pharrell. Oh, let's talk about the Pharrell. happy guy. I, I love Pharrell. Pharrell. Because the NERD, the um, the album that they put out, and then there was, or what was the name yeah, of the There are two of them. The one with Pharrell on the cover, like, looking at you, like... Oh, yeah. Like, um, that's I, a great I, I, album. By the I, way, I hate any group that has a like an acronym that clearly spells something, but they demand that you say every individual letter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. instead of saying, what, what is it? No one ever really dies. That's oh, I, don't, the, I don't know. It's fucking nerd, right? It yeah. Well, nerd. Yeah, but it's. I think it's like nobody ever really dies is their thing, which is like seems disturbingly Christian. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Because I know you have one. And yeah. I've seen you. You have you have the that one. And the one I was thinking was from a different song called Rockstar. Yeah. Where he goes, I guess you ain't heard that we swallow guys. It's too <laughs> damn late to apologize. And that seems like a pretty deep It's threat. two in the morning. We're going to get into this dick sucking tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. we got to go to bed. You know you what? Know. I'm not even going to apologize about this. We'll do this tomorrow. We got to do some digesting, literally. Uh, I was going to swallow like, you if you yeah. apologize, but yeah. it's too late to apologize. Yeah, it's like the guy was walking around. He's like, oh, I guess you ain't heard that we swallow guys. I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> it's too damn late to apologize. No, what was the thing you said? Too late. What it's was too, that? No, it's too late. Yeah, no, no, no. Like the a, thing before the too late part. What did you say? It was something I didn't hear that you... That's like a shittier version of the MF Doom. I'll chew rappers up and spit out the chain. Yeah. Because that's a sick line, but it's like we swallow guys. It's yeah. like yeah. you're going to need like one more word in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you might want to be more specific on what part of the guys you're swallowing there, Pharrell. Yeah. They were especially bad at threatening people via song because you mentioned they have another song 
called Lap Dance. I actually do. Great song. Yeah, it's a great song. I do a bit about this on stage. In what's meant to be a threat, they say, I dare a motherfucker to come in my face. What? Yeah. And like... So real. <laughs> I'll come in any face. You know? Yeah. Like, Wash your hands you know? in a different sink. Uh, Who cares? Grammy award winner's face? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a nice change of pace. Yeah. Oh, you guys got the, got the podcast Grammy? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, we we did win the podcast Grammy. I lost where you were going with that first. So did I, guys. <laughs> Pharrell, yeah. Pharrell has won multiple Grammys for the songs he's made, Connor. This is not my best work. He did. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Yes, it's, it is. But it is too damn late to apologize. So it's too late to apologize. It's too late to swallow, guys. <laughs> it's too late. See, I don't think getting come on would be that bad. Is that is that an unpopular opinion, guys? I mean, I, I mean, as long as you had all the paperwork, you know, I wouldn't be too. Yeah, as long as you, yeah, you got your papers. I mean, I do a show called the Roast Battle, and I've battled a few gay guys. It's a show where comedians make fun of each other back and, and forth. And they jizzed on you. They didn't jizz on me, but you know, I said made some made some off color jokes about their sexual orientation. And, what? Yeah, oh. and I I I'm made gonna... out with them afterwards, and I'm like, I'm an adult. I mean, this isn't like arousing to me, but I'm not like repulsed. Like it's just a fucking guy's face. It's not the well. I mean, you'd recover from it, but I don't want yeah, anyone I'm spitting a... on me, jizzing on me, pissing on me. I don't want like I. You just gotta... get a Stridex pad no, I... and fucking get on. <laughs> With your day. If I'm if I'm into you, you can spit on me all you want. But if I'm not into somebody, like somebody else's spit, if I'm not into them, is super gross. I'm just you. saying I don't think it would be I wouldn't be traumatized. It would be unpleasant. <laughs> you I mean I feel like you're you're I dare you're somebody to come in my face. That's, <laughs> I feel like you're rationalizing the next step that you're gonna take because you're like, I'm a straight dude, but I've made out with plenty of gay dudes on stage, and I feel like you're it's just getting about harder to and harder to convince people I'm not gay. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. It's, Connor, whatever you are, we like you still, man. You're cool. I swear, I like pussy. Well, yeah. I swear, I like pussy guys. You can't swear. Prove it. We're sure. We're prove sure it. you do. Do I got a little pussy come on me? <laughs> oh jeez. I bring someone to have sex with her right now in front of us. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, you can't get it up. Well, maybe that's the anxiety of three no. guys looking at me. No, you're gay, bro. <laughs> Hey, speaking of... Uh, that's, like a, that's like a Salem witch trial test. <laughs> like you drowned in dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, he clearly was a dick. Uh, speaking of uh, jizz in the face, T.I. on a song called Get Loose says, Take and Come in the Face. Yeah, I like it like that. Oh, wow. That's not even... That's... Is he speaking... He missed a couple pronouns. Is he speaking pronouns. from the pr- pr- perspective of the girl? Is that the idea? I, yeah, I think we're supposed to be... I think he's saying you are taking come in the yeah. face, and I like it like yeah, that. Yeah, but... And he missed that pronoun. Whenever I say anything, I think of it in the context of the morning radio show where they can cut up the drops and then use it against you later. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm just like, let me let me make sure that there's uh, heavy layers of pronouns and context around whatever come in my face. Oh, no, I just did it. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> How about the most impressive boast in rap history? Well, you guys know Death Grips? Yeah. Familiar with them? I think... Uh, of course Brett does. He's this this one's pretty powerful. It's like uh, heavy what, metal. What, what stage were they in Bonnaroo? <laughs> um, uh, probably, I don't know they're at Bonnaroo. Yeah. Probably the other stage, but they're more of like an FYF oh. sort, of, sort of thing. <clears throat> it's the scariest band ever. It's like, it's heavy metal rap. Kind of. Kind of. It's, oh, like Limp Bizkit. Oh, yeah, like Limp no. Bizkit, guys. I love Limp Bizkit. You get more like Snot, for. okay? <laughs> you guys remember Snot? I do remember Snot. They were fitting to Are take the crown. Are they like green jelly? Are they like you green know jelly? we wear the crown. 
the rapper MC Ride has a line, I'm the coat hanger in your man's vagina. <laughs> Ooh, which I'm extraordinarily fond of. Wow. Yeah, that's... That takes an extra level of thinking to come up with that line. That's so upsetting. It's like, I don't know what you mean, but I'll take your word for it, and I'm very afraid. That's rough. That's... I always thought Tupac's fuck you, die slow, my foe, make sure all your kids don't grow is both awesome and super cowardly at the same time. He's like, I'm going to shoot your children. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, man, you... Yeah, threaten to murder no, children. No, I, I think a, he's. I think he's threatening to shoot the adults so the kids grow up in a state of perpetual childhood without a strong father figure. Ooh. There it is. Okay, there right. it is. Yeah, he's going Joe Jackson on him. Yeah, yeah he shoots grown man. Yeah, you're underthinking that Tupac line. Yeah, he's a little too deep for you, Jeff. Maybe stick to this. Come on the face. <laughs> stick to Tupac. You know what? I what's your phone number? You know what song I heard the other day? Express Yourself by N.W.A. Because they're huge again. Oh, dude, Dr. Dre is the biggest hypocrite of all time. Oh, yeah. Well, he's in that same... Is it because he's definitely gay? In the same song... Yeah, I think he's gay, too. Yeah. In uh, that same... Yeah, that's the same song where he he berates people for smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Next album, The Chronic. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's a line in that song where he says, blame it on Ice Cube because he said it get funky when you got a subject and a predicate. The fuck were they doing before Ice Cube said that? Was it like just nouns fragments, and yeah. no verbs? Sometimes Was it all just verbs? This, so, yeah. yeah. Sometimes without a thought. You know, just you house music. Thought. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Fuck, shoot. police, police, fuck. <laughs> fuck what, police. What? Way different song, by the police way. Police the fuck. What a defining moment in the career of N.W.A. Why wasn't that in the movie when Ice Cube burst in the room and goes, like, guys, I got it. Sentences. I mean, that's kind of the guys. That's kind of actually the setup of the beginning of the movie. After the crack house, is him writing subjects and predicates (laughs) in the notebook on the bus. I mean, they're like, "What is that?" Yeah, that's fair. You put those together. How about how about about in in uh, in in fuck with Dre Day when they say, "With my nuts on your tonsils while you're on stage rapping at your whack ass concert." (laughs) Number one, I saw that video. That concert looked great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't, he didn't have the uh, Easy E no concert. Looked fantastic. There was booty shaking. People were having a good time. Yeah, I mean, and if in the midst of that, Easy E just swallowed someone's balls, I'd yeah. be like, "This is amazing." Yeah. If all of a sudden he started blowing <laughs> Snoop on stage, I'd be like, "This is probably the best rap show I've ever seen." Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Think about how smooth Easy E's voice would be after he swallowed Snoop Dogg's cum. <laughs> you would, he would have the coolest voice of all time. Jeez. Oh, just like a mellower tone loke. But it was a she thing. Like it was just <laughs> What I don't like is uh real motherfucking G's like diss songs that have a feature on them. It's like, yeah, this is between you and them. Like why you, you don't uh, need your fucking insignificant I'm friend. S- yeah. I'm sorry, but fuck with Dre Day has Snoop as a guest and that is one I mean, of that's my just a better songs. put together like, song. Like he, yeah. the guy that's on uh, I don't even remember his name. The guy's that's on real motherfucking G's. Boy did he pick the wrong side. <laughs> Because yeah, then Easy yeah. died, and then everyone was like, oh, fuck, that guy, like, completely, he was like, oh, shit, I'm, how, I got put on a how, major song by Easy e How great, what, how, how much do you think Death Row spent on other rapper impersonators? Like, cause yeah, they spent I just in read videos, an article about that. The they Sleazy had like a, E guy, there was the Sleazy E guy, and he actually... That was really the Manhattan Project of Death Row Records, yeah, was finding lookalikes for... Yeah, right? So there was Sleazy E, who, by the way, was also in an Easy E video. He was in um, Fuck With Dre Day, but then I think he was in the... I think it was real motherfucking G's. He Dude, he played both video. sides. And so I was thinking, Hold on. how great would it be? There were like garbage pail version. Yeah, they of, had Sleazy E. And, and there was okay. the whole thing. Yeah. The Jerry guy was like, I work for you. I work for Sleazy E. But how great. So he must have known Easy E. Imagine they were at Easy E's funeral and Sleazy E showed up <laughs> dressed like Easy E. And it would have blown everybody's mind. Yeah. Dude, the fucking Tom Sawyer of 
gangster rap. That would be outstanding. But Death Row also, like, near the end of their run, started signing rappers who were... They had a Tupac... Like the Piggy Smalls guy? Imitate... No. Oh. They had actual rappers on their roster who were meant to sound like... Oh. And look like Tupac. They had one who was meant... Like, a lot of that stuff... Oh, it's like on, in the WWF when they got rid of Diesel and Razor Ramon, and they had new Diesel and new Razor Ramon. Yeah, pretty much. Or like when uh, Notorious Big got shot and Puffy signed Notorious Shine. Big? Excuse me? Notorious N-R-D, N-E-R-D. Yeah, you say N-E-R-D, but you, you've refused Notorious B-I-G, the only justifiable full uh, acronym. <laughs> if N-E-R-D yeah. was shot in the face, then they probably would be able to... I'd say some nerds got shot, but... <laughs> No, the notorious B.I.G. was tragically A motherfucker came in their face, and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, came correct in their face. I, in the beginning of the Hit 'em Up video, there's uh, a Puffy and a and Piggy Smalls. In the, oh, yeah. And so, like, Puffy's got these, bro- like, they made fun of him for having white teeth. Like, that was one of the, he's like, plaques, baby, plaques. Please don't kill me, Puck. <laughs> that's that such was, a great video. I wonder oh. how hard it was for those guys to find. They, they thought that that was going to be a fucking or like, oh, dude, we got it made. I'm the fucking yeah. premier Piggy t- Smalls impersonator. <laughs> we're in Tupac, we're in Tupac's pocket now. Oh, he died two weeks later. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that put a lot of people out of business. That song got him killed. Hardcore. Yeah, hit him up. Got him killed more than. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, like what if fucking Meek Mill put out a video with Jay Farrow from SNL pretending to be Drake? Like that would never <laughs> happen today. <laughs> I, yeah, I wonder. I wish he would. I feel like Fred Armisen would buy into something like that. <laughs> yeah, Fred Armisen isn't above black. Fred Armisen is Mac. He was Ob- he was Obama for yeah. Fred like Armisen was Obama. He was Prince. Like I forgot he did Prince. Billy Crystal did Prince on SNL once, and that was legitimately blackface, and it was it was simply marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's here's a weird. Remember when rap, Macho Man Randy Savage made a rap song? Yes. No. And he dissed Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And he said, "Your movies are straight to video. The box office can't stand." Well, I got myself a feature role in Spider Man. It's true. Ooh, that is true. Although Suburban Commando was pretty dope. Uh, are we just not even going to talk about no, it over the top? He wasn't uh, in over the top, was he? Hulk Hogan, the arm uh, wrestling. Uh, no, movie? he wasn't in that. He was are in you Rocky sure? Three. I feel like he, he was, may, was he in over the top. I don't think he was. He might have been. Oh, but I don't only two forty-year-old white guys could make a conversation about rap into the whitest '80s movie. Oh, <laughs> so this is I'm pretty 34, late. Connor. Oh, sorry. This was pretty late phase Macho Man. Then, if he's talking about yeah. his role in Spider-Man, late phase out. Macho Man. There's, there's is, epochs of Macho Man. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But it was Ricky the Dragon. Spider-Man. Steamboat. The first Spider-Man came out in two thousand one or two. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, if you watch the video, 50 Cent is in it. I just like that he's bragging like, hey, man, I'm SAG eligible now. Bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, Hogan, let's see. Hulk, Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's illustrious acting career. He fought Buster Poindexter and Mr. Nanny. That was very important. Look, Hulk Hogan was a big deal to us in the 80s, okay? You don't understand how important he was. I know, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, it was, really you can never understand, so don't don't yeah. comment about it. Yeah, he was like the Rock, so, trying to but comment safely white. So, trying to so Hulk Hogan is like the N word for white guys uh, yeah. over thirty. <laughs> like you just trying to well, understand you, yeah, trying to understand is offensive in itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's like to pimp this a butterfly. A... I just have to pretend that it's the amazing and just yeah. like leave yeah. it alone if yeah. I don't agree. Yeah. 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 That's pretty accurate. I think it was accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. I listened to it like three times and I was like, okay, good, I get it. I and there's I listened to I and King Kunta separately, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah, that's fine though. Little Wayne, he's got this weird phone. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. 
just misconception about the last name Petty. Because there have been two different instances on songs where he's implied that he's fast like Tom Petty. Oh, because he... Now there's like race car drivers like Richard, Richard Petty, Petty and, and Kyle, Kyle Petty. Petty. Oh, that, that was the whitest guy thing we just Oh, said. wow. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, he just doesn't... He, he can't just distinguish all white Petties from the South or... Our, our race car driver. So he's got... There's one on Well, a he song was called, running down a dream. On a song called Bring It Back, he says, I'm the cash money Machiavelli. Y'all ain't ready. Break fast like Tom Petty. Is Tom Petty what? known for his breakfast? Yeah, th- I don't. Welcome to Tom Petty's Egg House. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Tom Petty has a line of signature frozen sausages. <laughs> yeah, right. Although he could. Yes. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise and me. And the fact that he doesn't is a kind of egregious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, there's a, a couple two chains lines that I enjoy. Known to act a donkey on the camel toe. Right? What? What? Do you, <laughs> what? what are you talking I don't. Th- has a donkey ever fucked a camel? Yeah, yeah. To, That's how you, you get a to, mule. You ever go to TJ? You can make pretty good experiences down there. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I've I've never heard of that. And I mean, I don't know. Wait, did you say a donkey fucked a camel toe? Known to act a donkey on the camel toe. Um. So like act like a jackass on the pussy. I mean, donkeys are known for having notoriously gigantic rods. Really? So yeah, it's a very. It's a. Or is it mules? I don't know. I don't even know why I'm that into it. But maybe he's talking about like a donkey show. You figure a Mexican stripper prostitute would probably have a pretty illustrious camel toe. Illustrious. Yeah. It's, it's in magazines. <laughs> it's not Meryl Streep's film one. career. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a shithouse vagina. Kramer versus camel. That one's pretty good. I stack my money so tall you might need a giraffe when you count this cash. I would maybe go ladder before giraffe just yeah. for its scarcity. Just- Are giraffes good accountants? Yeah, the giraffe oh, yeah. could count for you. That, Jeff, Jeffrey Giraffe. Yeah, he, that Toys R Us. He, does the, he does the books. Yeah, also. he built that business from the ground up. <laughs> There's a future song called I Serve the Bass. And in uh, one of his lines where he's like, he's like shaming someone for this. He says, you're the one who be ducking from them drive-bys. What the fuck else are you supposed to do? Just stand there and fucking take it? Yeah, just take those bullets to the head <laughs> yeah. like a man. yeah. Drive by, stand up. That is that Get is the ultimate chair. in like if, if in you like duck male... from a drive by. You're more highly evolved. You've got yeah. better. You've got better survival instincts. <laughs> I think maybe in certain hip hop uh, circles, they don't want to be highly evolved. I think they want to be the the badass. This is what this guy. conversation needs: is, is a eugenics going? component. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, is that what's going on? Yeah, the... <laughs> you know, it's really about selective breeding. It's not saying it's racist <laughs> per se. <laughs> All right, well, when a hip-hop male looks for a, a, a suitable mate. Are you calling them animals? I mean, we're all animals, right? That's true. That's we ain't true. nothing but mammals. Some of us cannibals. <laughs> oh, Please we shoot me in the head like right animals. now. Do it from, um, like, while I'm like looking at the screen like 1984. I just want to be um, gone. Want to get into it. Talk about petting the rabbits. I wrote about some of these in... I've written a lot of articles about... Uh, yeah, those were like years and years ago, right? Yeah, and I'm doing another one this week, finally. Because we did one on the site last week, and it reminded me, hey, that's my shit. I'm going to do it. There is a Warren G song called I Want It All, where he's just kind of fantasizing about all the things he's going to have when he's got money. And one of the lines is, I want it all, brand new socks and drawers. What, he, what didn't you have, Warren G? Like He, he didn't make enough off Regulate yeah, for at least G-Fuck that. Him. Can we acknowledge that uh, Warren G looks like a public access preacher now? They all and do. And like, always. Yeah, like anybody that really nailed hip hop in the mid 90s, they now like 
are preachers or look just like them. Yeah. Isn't Mace isn't Mace a preacher now? Mace is going to be at the Novo where I did not see Jizza. He goes on three yeah. hours late. So I think I might get tickets and show up hey, at two in the morning. Fellas, more like, more like the no-show. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, economy's bad. Unpopular Woo! opinion. We'll be right back. All right. After this break. I like. Uh, I was transfixed seeing if that water bottle was going to fall over, and it didn't. I like the coffee getting spilled. Another, another two-chain lyric. My chain got another chain like it was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who fucked the chain? Like what? Yeah. What can That's a Fleetwood Mac song. Isn't it? <laughs> One of my favorite surveillance videos of all time. I wrote a column about San Francisco because San Francisco. It's a shithole. Yeah. And among one of the things that makes it a shithole is that there are no police. I mean, as we've learned, they're too busy firing off racist texts. Oh, in San Francisco? To patrol the streets. Oh, yeah. No, my fucking uh, rental car got broken into with like $10,000 worth of camera equipment and all got stolen. And they're just like, yeah, we'll be there. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? And it was just like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a video of two chains in San Francisco, and someone run, runs up to try and rob him. And he, uh, two chains falls and then gets up and runs, and the guy who's robbing him skips after him. <laughs> he doesn't run. He's just so excited to be robbing a rapper in broad daylight in San Francisco. I the, Here's the thing about skipping. Kind of an efficient form of moving your body. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Lower cardiovascular impact than running, but you're moving at about the same speed. Skipping is kind of delightful. I mean, it's it's delightful and it's very enjoyable, but you do you do put a lot of work on your quads and your calves pushing up on one foot like that. I mean, I feel right. like you're maybe more prone to shin splints. You would definitely. But yeah. I feel like it's easier than running. <laughs> you need running. a good insole. You need a good insole. <laughs> like, that. I feel like if you asked me to run a mile or skip a mile i'd probably skip a mile oh yeah for sure i could definitely i skip. would skip running a mile that's we did it hey you know what I, I, we went really far we went 37 minutes without even bringing up anything dmx has ever said oh yeah <laughs> just like every song with dmx is about him fucking a dude in jail like they're all like everything is like i just gotta get my dick sucked i'm like oh man you even Said it about seeing a dude's face. Like, he just only talks about that. I remember even hearing that. Like, I remember, and then there was X. Like, every song has a thing about him having a dude suck his dick. Yeah, the exact lyric from Party Up is, all your men's up in the jail before suck my dick. Like, what happens in jail stays in jail. Yeah. yeah. It's like Vegas. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of, I I feel like there's a level of bro code that applies to jail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't talk about it, man. (laughs) Dude, it's like, bro, we're just doing, we're getting, doing yeah, what we had to do to survive time, sexually, yeah. you know? We're in jail. What were, what were we going to do? That's not gay. Be like we're the guy that goes to the bachelor party, like, remember when she got the shit stain on your tie? It's like, bro, why do you think I threw it away? I didn't want to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right? Oh. All the men's have been in jail before I suck my dick, and then he's like, uh, y'all niggas remind me of a strip club, because every time I come around, I'm just like, what? I just got to get my dick sucked. It's like, wait, <laughs> wait, oh, huh? about the guys, about all those guys? <laughs> All those ends you were just talking about? I don't know. I imagine that that just as a sheer power move has got to feel pretty good. Yeah, that's a, like a, a old time Middle Eastern like threat. The, like, is, yeah, oh yeah, like the fucking uh, the is, scene uh, in um, uh, Hateful Eight, like that that kind of what? thing. I still haven't seen that yet. Oh, oh. well, I'm sure there's. I'm, it's Sam Jackson makes a guy suck his dick. Oh, like and, like like old Western DMX. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Like uh, like DM uh, X um, fucking Pony Express. What the fuck ever? <laughs> what? We can't all knock him out of the park. I know. We've, yeah. all, we've all miffed. We've yeah, don't all... worry. We won't edit any of this out. Fantastic. <laughs> 
it's all going to be in I there. like the Kanye song all day when he says, how much time you spent at the mall? All day? As though that is... <laughs> Is he Tiffany? How long have you been a 13-year-old in the suburbs with nothing to do? <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, Kanye. I got this Target gift card. I don't really want anything. <laughs> I, I like Kanye as a rapper. Me too. He's my favorite uh, artist of all time. I, all I do. Time. I like him All too. time, yeah. I think my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy might be my favorite hip-hop album of all time. That's really my favorite good. album. It's a really yeah. good album. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I stand and, by and that. And that time, when, when all those songs were, when he was doing the Good Fridays, if you remember, in 2010, where he's putting out the new songs every week, that was the best time to be a fan of anything ever. I remember that. I understand, like, WWE fans that talk about, like, the Attitude Era, like, how great that was. You know what it I mean? It was pretty great. Yeah. Like, that shit was so, like, he was just doing all these great interviews. He had all these fucking hilarious tweets. He was just, everyone loved him. And he was putting out a new song every fucking week. He had this 40-minute crazy movie about oh, falling f- in love with an angel that what? aired on three networks at the same time. Like, all this was wacky shit runaway? was happening. Like, yeah, the, the runaway, runaway film. Yeah. Oh, God, that's such a good song, too. Yeah, Runaway's a great song. Yeah. That's a great album. That whole that's album so, was great. Oh, I'm going to go listen to that album after this. I was like, listening to it on the way over. Yeah, like, it's so good. It's so good. Like, Monster. Monster is one of the most harshest tracks. On the oh, planet. yeah. And how great is it that Nicki Minaj is the best part of that song? That's what Kanye does. He brings out the best in people. Yeah, like, she, she's people better that, than... People that I don't like, he, he like, oh, Kanye yeah. fucking found the goodness in them. Better than Rick Ross, Jay-Z, and Kanye on that on that song. It's Nicki Minaj. Oh, uh, what about Bon Iver? Oh. <laughs> That's fair. So... That's fair. Are we just going to pretend he's not even on the you song? You know, I think you're alone on that one. I think you're you know, a little lost in the world, guys. One of uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm going to run away from you as fast as I can. <laughs> one of Wisconsin's premier acoustic folk troubadours. <laughs> All right, now uh, we're just playing the blame game, fellas. So, Am I? Bon Iver. Is that Good Winter? That I mean, means? it's your show. You do have all that power. I like how we nice. <laughs> we should end a hip hop thing talking I was, about those were all there. song titles if you didn't pick up. Yes, I got you, did you guys get the bit? Did everybody understand? I, I, I did. Understand. I did. I did. All right, fuck this. Just turn off all the lights. Oh, you son of a bitch. We Just, should get comments pretty soon, but I want to talk about one last one of my favorite lines. Jay-Z has a song called It's Hot and he says, "My 38 revolve like the sun around the earth." Nope. <laughs> nope. That is not how it works. Oh, he's a trooper. <laughs> yeah, he the sun at, does not he, revolve around the earth. He, he watched PBS for ten minutes before he went in the studio. He's like, "Oh, I got this. Let's yeah. subscribe to the geocentric theory." <laughs> you ever heard of Copernicus, pal? Things different. I mean, maybe he's implying that it revolves so powerfully, it's it would be like to alter the flow of the of the spheres. System, yeah, yeah, the the music of the spheres. Wow, <laughs> that's really that. deep. That's really deep. This was number one on one of my baffling boasts articles. Red Man says, my paragraph alone is worth five mics. A 12-song LP? That's 36 mics. <laughs> nope. Oh. Nope. That's well, might be 144. Like, right? might, might be like the whole is not as great as the sum of its parts. <laughs> like that's... Well, he gives them a discount yeah, if they're yeah. going to give them if all you're those buying mics. In, if, you're, if you're buying in bulk. Yeah. Like they give him bulk praise. I like this, right. uh, this little Wayne line, uh, or maybe in the ocean swimming with the pigeons. Because <laughs> I really believe that Lil Wayne thinks pigeons swim. I mean, you yeah. get a bird bath. Ooh, yeah. Like a nice oh, yeah. You, you know, those mini oceans I got in the yeah, front of my yeah. house. <laughs> it's like all these little, oh, I got a tiny aquarium. It's just got Samsung Galaxy S7s lining the bottom just, of the aquarium. Maybe he just doesn't know the phrase swimming with the fishes. 
You be swimming with the pigeons. Oh, you don't pay I, up, Paulie D. It's you like when you see a word like I've never heard it read out loud before. <laughs> I, uh, I I walked by uh, a bunch of birds having like hanging out in a puddle, and I was like, oh, I get bird baths now because I just want to watch this for an hour. Like it was like really fun. They were just like flapping their wings and having a good time. I'm like, yeah. oh, that looks fun. Somehow with all the dick sucking talk, that was the gayest thing I've heard in this podcast <laughs> so far. Yeah. You guys ever just want to like look at the birds frolic? It's fun, man. No, I mean a bunch of Watch ducks. Watch a frolicking bird. A bunch of ducks set up shop by my girlfriend's pool. Ducks uh, are great. At her apartment complex They're for so a few funny. days. And it was just like, there's it's, ducks hanging out. It was like, the, like a zoo came to the apartment. You know what's great is if it's ducks, but if it's geese, you're like, we can't go outside. Now. Yeah, yeah. If it's like, geese, geese, you're are the worst in your motherfuckers on the planet. Until someone storms the courtyard and gets the, them out. If you ever of go it. to Echo Park, there's like geese that are like in a cage almost. Oh, those are they big just, like hood geese. And they just hang out and they're like, hey, fuck you. Like they just scream at you when you walk by. Like, and it's got to be racial. I am more afraid be. of seeing random geese in the street than black people. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you be afraid right, of black I, people? Way more than like oh, all of these rappers we just talked about. If they were all hanging out, me, they were me, geese over one. Yeah, if, if a bunch of geese wearing like blood bandanas, I would be. <laughs> yeah, geese are, are the worst animal on the planet. Like if you ever go to the park and you're like fuck fuck off. Like I, even when you see a goose coming at you, be like I ain't getting anywhere near this son of a bitch. They have like teeth. Yeah, like, what kind of a bird has teeth? I hit a goose with my car once on accident. You're doing uh, the Lord's work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I still, to this day, I, I drove on and I looked and I could see it like stumbling off the side of the road. But then when I came back, it was gone. So I don't know if like a street cleaner picked it up or if it just recovered and flew away. But then a couple days later, I was driving to work and I get off the interstate and onto the exit where I normally pull to go to work. And there's a whole roasted chicken just sitting on the exit next to my car. And having freshly killed a bird, I thought that was a sign. And I turned and went down the road to where my job is. And there was a goose standing in the middle of the street, just like eyeballing me. This is a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. 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 That's what it felt like. The it, bird. It was the it's most like confident the goose. <laughs> like he was like, Geese you're just, not going to do it again, monsters. motherfucker. Confident goose has some pretty bad bars, too. We could. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if I had hit that goose, I, there would have just been a convergence. Like your car would have fucking gotten broken up, you know? Yeah, there <laughs> would have been tears <laughs> in half around the goose. In terms of animals that can just get fucked, I think it's goose, possum. We don't need you. Get I, out of the I, food I, chain. I, I'm into possum. I like, I like possums. I'm into I, possums. Oh, are you fu- the no, only no, two people I was just ever- repeating what he said? This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, I like it. I've had I've had an opossum <laughs> living in a, a we had a we had a doghouse and a possum moved in. He was like really chill. You had a possum move into your doghouse. Yeah, yeah, we had a doghouse in there. It was a, a possum. The Snoop possum in the doghouse does sound like a Lil Wayne lyric too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was really nice. Yeah. He like he wasn't like mean or aggressive. He was just hanging out. I would get rid of rats, man. I, yeah, I, I, I just I, moved I, to downtown LA, and sometimes I'll go out late at night and smoke because I can't smoke in my apartment. And it'll be like two in the morning, and I'm like, yeah, there's crazy homeless people around here, but I can also see all the rats now. And that freaks me out. That, way yeah, more. rats bother me. Like you can just see them across the street. Like I was in I was in Boston on like Halloween. It was pouring rain. It was like cold and rainy. And I was walking to my car and just saw one wet rat hanging out under a tree, just eyeing me up. And I was uh, just like, I just maintained eye contact. Like motherfucker, I will kick you into the ocean right now. Like yeah, stay away. That's from my me. nightmare. That a yeah. rat is just going to run across my foot. 
someday. Yeah. Ooh, not a fan. Like of a barefoot. Oh, no, I always wear socks with my when sandals. You, when you smoke in rat dens. Yeah. 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 Give these rats the business with this flip flop. <laughs> if you could kill any animal, like eliminate them off the planet, what would it be? No bugs. Mankind. Bugs. Am I right, guys? No, I right. think we're the most destructive oh, animal. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, rats aren't making nuclear bombs. <laughs> no bugs. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. I was going to say you mosquitoes. You can't mosquitoes choose bugs. By far the worst. No, I think bugs. I mean, the the, the Earth needs them somehow. Mosquitoes, though. Maybe. Yeah, they keep the population down. Frogs can frogs can eat. Yeah, other but things. possums. What the fuck? What? What? Who preys on they're, possums? They're what funny. service are possums doing to the food? I think the food chain would be just fucking fine. You know what? Possums remind me of like hicks. Like a possum is like a super hick animal. Oh yeah, like, it might, like a possum would be really into. Oh, I want to get rid of hicks. <laughs> oh, possums would vote Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. He's a strong leader. <laughs> He's got eight nipples. All right, <laughs> he enjoys eating chicken at midnight. All my, he's he's a man. He's gets me. Oh Trump! Yeah, oh, God, I'm gonna be in a dissenter camp next year. He's gonna look. At, he's just gonna look through Twitter and find everyone that made fun of him. No, you're gonna be in a dysentery camp for your rat bites. That, yeah, one of the two. Should we do comments? You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few episodes and respond to them personally. Personally. Fade it out, Brad. Do we have voicemails? Yeah, you can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's 505-386-7677. Good job, Jeff. Here we go. Adam Todd Brown and friends plus Brett. This is Beck, and this voicemail is in reference to your This Is Your Year episode. This is a while ago. Y'all got to talking about Yoko Ono and her music, and I just wanted to mention that uh, the U.S. military uses some of her music as an interrogation method. You see, what they do is they throw you in a two-foot-by-two-foot closet for 24 hours and put one of her songs on repeat to slowly sap your willpower away. My question to you is, what song by any artist would drive you insane the fastest if you were stuck in a two-by-two closet for 24 hours? I have my Thanks. answer. I already Take have care. mine, too. It, it, mine. it would be him saying Yoko Ono, like it's Coca-Cola, you fucking nincompoop. It's huge in South America. I would be simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Ooh, that's solid. Yeah. That song would knock me. Like, I worked at Toys R Us in that song during Christmas once, and that song was on loop every 40 minutes. And I wanted to kill everyone in Toys R Us. This is going to be an unpopular pick, but that's what I do here. Oh, I don't know if you guys know the. You're name. already showing your edge. Oh. I hope you get rad herpes. <laughs> but the Humpty Dance for me, because the Humpty Dance was a great song. Which, once. What, how does that, that even got, go? That got that's, played approximately fifty thousand times. Looks like the hook. Many. The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. I don't think I know By this Digital one. Underground? No. Really? Oh my. I feel like this is a bit you're doing? No, I really don't know that song. I don't know it either. People say you're really funny. You don't know the Humpty thing. Dance, Brett? Right, what do cooking. I know? You stay, you Not play, much. you're constantly trying we, to repay me. Can we hear it's a little bit of it? I can't. How did you two not know the Humpty Dance? It's it was huge. It was insanely huge. Yeah, it's still and that's Tupac's why I, in the background. Yeah, Tupac's dance is in the background. And it's a great song. The beat is amazing, but I hate his. I hate that he did that thing with his voice, and 
They just played this song so fucking much. Look funny. Remember the episode of Drexel's class he was on? No. No, nobody does. No. I'm a new fool in town. You've never heard this. No, but I could listen to this for it's two a, hours. It's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song if you've never heard it. But if you've heard it 200,000 times, yeah. times now, like I have. It'd be like Salt and Pepper's Shoop. Yeah, yeah. Or Push It, even. I, like, no, I, my yeah, pick, I could handle Push It for The B 52 is one of my probably top 10 favorite Ooh, bands. Yes. Love Shack. Yeah. I would, oh, yeah. I, I hate what Love a, Shack. I always felt. What a piece of shit. I hate that that's the song they're known for. Exactly. Yeah. Because they, like, shifted. They, like, all, they made all these huge changes in, like, new wave right. punk rock. And then all they're known for is being, like, the jukebox. Oh, yeah. The, money. The self titled and Wild Planet are fucking incredible. Dude, yeah. That song rock Rome. I love rock. I love Rock Lobster. It's a great fucking song. That first album is so amazing. Oh, but even the, the, the album with Love Shack on it is great. Is yeah. really Dance great. This mess around. <laughs> like it's they're a really great band. But you're right. Love Shack is such a turd. I think we're good on Humpty Dance. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I've been, save some of that. For I've later. been tired of hearing the Humpty Dance for about 15 years now. <laughs> yeah, and every time it's on, I'm like, oh, it's a good karaoke song though. Like I'd rather hear. Every time I do a show with Adam now, I'm gonna go to the DJ and be like, hey. Um, <laughs> Adam, he's a little shy. He asked me to ask you. You have the Humpty Dance? No, the extended dance cut? Yeah, okay. Perfect. Yeah, he's not going to come on until it's done. He's going to ask you to stop playing it while <laughs> it's he's part on of stage. His, Don't. It's part of his opening bit, you know? So uh, he's going to act like he wants you to stop, but he's just he's building up to it. It's, a big, it's really funny. He's, it's going to be great. I know my song. What's your song, Brett? That song from a year or two ago, American Author is the best day of my life. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. That song is the... I hate everything about that song. It has the little radio... Oh, it has the, the radio whistling. voice at the end. It yeah. has the mandolin. It has the a group of men being like, oh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good pick. Every single portion of that song, Woo. everything that, com- everything that comprises it is my worst thing in music. Oh man, it's I like hate making that a, song it's so like making much. a shake out and of all plays the worst items. Everywhere. You can't go into sandwich shop, supermarket, anywhere without hearing Forever that. Forever twenty one song. I hate it. Yeah. That's good. I live in the torture chamber already. I actually haven't read in it. Do we have any more voicemails? No. Connor, okay. did you answer an actual song? Oh, you love Shaq. Oh, it was Love Shack. That's right. I'm sorry. Are you even? I was. I looked. Took a nap. Where are you, Jeff? I, I black out a Where lot. Where are you? I Where don't are see you, you anymore. I know you're here. But, but I like, are you? you here? Okay, let's read some uh, comments. Ivan F says there's an Apex Twin song called "Come to Daddy." I know that. Everybody knows that. This is the episode with you, Teresa, and Alex. That's yes, correct. Teresa yeah. Lee, Alex Schmizit, who's also going to be with us June 25th. We'll yeah, talk we talk about that at the end of the show. Chicago. Four Banger says we're all brothers in Christ, ATB. What about the women? Four Banger. Yeah. What is ATB? Stand- oh, Adam Todd Brown. Oh, okay. there you go. I got answered it. my own question. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to the next episode just to hear all the rampant hate mail about my underwhelming performance. You can go read it yourself on the internet, too. Oh, okay. I don't have to hear you guys. No, no, yeah. You can wait. You can. Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Tim Clark says, haha, Adam watches baseball live. Why am I not surprised that he's exactly that kind of boring asshole? We should kill live. him. Yeah, I think, him yeah I think we should go to, like, eventually Make we're going to have, it's, it's, gonna, it's like the East Coast, West Coast thing. It's going to boil over to the point yeah, West Coast America. where one of us has to kill the other, and we have guns, so. Yeah. West Coast we'll, America, East Coast Australia. Yeah, so, yeah. So East, West Coast. Yeah. Dreadlocks have existed in Europe for over a thousand years. It's not a black thing that white people can't do. Nah, sure it is. Ah, Of course, Norway says it. 
What do you know, Norway? Is Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine white or is he Mexican? I think he's half. Me- I think he's Native American and white or something like that. Okay, well, he's the whitest guy that pulls off dreadlocks, in my opinion. Yeah, but when most of your life is spent talking about Zapatistas at concerts, I feel like you can get away with it. Yeah, it's you really got to live it. Bad Kitty Bob says uh, cornrows and cheerleading is super popular. Our squad would always wear them for competitions. Uh, stop and we were from a school in upstate New York called Whitesboro. And yes, we are all white. That's, yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know. Whitesboro sounds like a like a facet of an Eminem skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's or, a yeah, exactly. Marshall Mathers LP. Some, I was something in, where like Wu Tang moves in and ruins the whole city or something. I was like in that. Indiana last week and there's a town there called Whitesville. It's like I know. Like, Massachusetts I know a, I'm in Whitesville. We have a Whitensville in Massachusetts, but I don't think we have anything like... There's a Whitesville. There's a Humansville. I forget. Someone I, there's a, there's, a, the there's a town near where I'm from called Negroes Not Alloudsburg. <laughs> White, White Peopleston. Is that Santa Monica? Oh, that would be probably somewhere in sort of like the Ohio, Pennsylvania region, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's where the German settlers settled to name their town. Oh, shut up! Oh. Someone taught historical school. nomenclature is important. You guys, it's how we should find out where people are from and tracing roots. Just saying. Okay. So, speaking of tracing roots, we got some more car road. No, we don't. Uh, Richie sticks says porky pies is an English expression for lies. Yep. We figured that out. Yeah, we figured that out. We know that's what it meant. Lady of old it boots. It's just dumb but, that people were saying it. Is it. People say like you're slinging porky pies. If you're talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there was this mother who was mad at her daughter for lying on the internet, but then she said everyone tells a few porky pies from time to time. It sounds awful. That's what you want to be quoted as saying. Hey, yo, English people, y'all suck at talking. (laughs) Uh, Lady of Old Boots said, G-O-T-M, this morning at the gas station, a white guy with hip-length dreads got out of his car screaming, fucking degenerate crackhead meth head, and then went about pumping gas. I assume he was just introducing himself. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That is so Gift of the Magi. Gift of the Magi, so, guys. How was that Gift Great. of the Magi? That's the one with the combs and shit? That is so Gift yep. of the Magi. Yeah. How do you not? You don't even get it. Yeah. yeah. You don't well, even I, what, No, what explain this to right me. Now. I know the story. I'm, I feel to see well, how it Well, then you get it. Then you then, get it. Yeah, then you it understand. It was pretty Gift of the Magi. I think you just kind of get something that sounds correct, and then you pass it off. I think you I think you're telling to. porcupines how right now. How dare you imply that? Someone tweeted at me that said that that's their new favorite thing is using Gift of the Magi. <laughs> And I said, it's the gift of the Magi that keeps on gifting of the Magi. Wait, is this like a theme? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a thing. thing. If we have to explain it, it makes it weird. Okay. Yeah. If it's very, yeah, it's it's like one of those. If you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it. Okay. Like that kind of like situation. I feel like I just asked two black guys to explain what trill means. And you guys were like, <laughs> I mean, it's a lifestyle, it's true but it's and also real. like an adjective. I I mean, you just you don't really need to know. <laughs> true and real pretty accurate i know what the fuck trill means okay <laughs> oh, it sounded like you didn't know no i'm saying this feels is, like i was using it. an analogy that actually makes sense something that i guess is a very foreign concept for this podcast so gift of the magi that's pretty gift of the magi right there yeah i would say so this was this has been fun it's been a really good time <laughs> it's been a lot of fun should we get the fuck out of here yeah yeah Jeff, do you have anything to plug <clears throat> yeah i have mint on card on june 10th uh, i think we're getting new chairs that are unbreakable which is very important. Yeah, I went to Jeff's show and I sat 
in one of the it's like a lawn chair, dollar basically. store lawn chairs that they had on that slip. I've heard this story floor. from about five different excited people. And it exploded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chair exploded. I fell. I wanted people to laugh. They didn't. Uh, instead, they acted like I was a hurt old man. <laughs> and then when I finally got back up, they brought me a chair. And I was like, no, I'm standing forever. <laughs> and uh, Keith Carey was on the show. And as I'm standing there, there's another comic up. And Keith just walks up to me and whispers in my ear and goes, that chair really cracked.com and then walked back off. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It was what Joseph Scrimshaw was on stage and he was having like a really good set. Yeah. Stopped in the middle. It's like, uh, I don't know what to do now. And I'm like, uh, you're really good at comedy. Yeah. I feel like you know what to do. Yeah. And then I did a guest set after that because I wasn't actually on the show and I was talking to Brandy Posey and, uh, I go, yeah, I'm going to just do a drop in quick. And she goes, you kind of already did. (laughs) Ooh, wow. That's awesome. Um, It's going to be June 10th, uh, Friday, June 10th at Blast from the Past in Magnolia and Burbank. Uh, Derek Poston, Ed Greer, Helen Hong, Matt Champagne, Moses Storm, and Rachel Ronchick. Derek Poston, one of my favorite people. So fun. Like, this lineup is crazy. Like, June and July. Crazy. It's so crazy. It's so good. You should totally check me out there as well as... uh, June 25th in Chicago. June 25th in Chicago. Yeah. Tickets available on Eventbrite. Me, Jeff, Alex, Tom Ryman are going to be at North Bar in Chicago, Wicker Park. Yeah, we are. Tickets are $10. Come on, people. It's $10. It's a bargain at twice the price. Yeah. I say. And it's twice as nice for half the price. Oh, also, I have uh, The Darkest Hour, June 10th. Our headliner is Nick Cobb, I think. Very and funny. then I'm on the live cracked podcast, June 11th. We're talking about what sci-fi tropes we want to live in. I don't know if I'm co-hosting that or if I'm just on it, but I'll be there. Wait, wait, what's this? What's the setup of that? So obviously Star Trek with the replicator and the holodeck, uh, which I'll See? explain it to you. Maybe I can get you on it. We'll I was about. like, that's a thing. Yeah. that's yeah, a yeah. thing. And then uh, June 12th, I'm doing uh David Huntsberger show. Huntsberger junk. I love it. At uh, the copper still. In, That's a great show. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. Other than that, I got nothing going on. <laughs> Other than all those things I just said. Yeah, Connor, see me at Boston Comic Con too. Shut the fuck up. Fuck off. You had your time, Jeff. Jesus, Connor, I'll take as much time go. if I want. I'm a bully. Connor, all right, you, you can listen to me bombing on this podcast for an hour. <laughs> um, you listen, let's just sit around and bullshit shows. You know, we actually there's some prep time, and uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. And if you want to watch me be bad at stand-up, I'm at the Las Vegas Laugh Factory Monday through Sunday next week. So come see that. Come see that, everybody. Let's go. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff, say goodbye. See you later, guys. Have a great day. Say bye, Brett. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.